is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. Hello, hello, hello. How are you all? I am well. I am good. I pray that you are the same. As usual, I'm excited to be with you, to be on the air. I'm actually, I'm actually, believe it or not, in the middle of an event, okay? I received an invite from some dear friends, some friends that Chris and I have known um, for quite some time. I, poof. I'm not even sure of the years uh, that they've been a couple. I can't remember, but um, we've known the husband before he even got married and started his family. He was one of the ball players, young young guy, right? A you know young guy in the Air Force when we met him years ago in California. So they surprised me with an invite to something I had never heard of. You know, I guess I'm not up on the latest things. And um, it, it was, it's an event called a sprinkle, a baby sprinkle. Have any of you guys heard of that before? Well, I didn't know what it was. But as I continued to read the invitation, I figured, I figured it out because they were basically announcing the the um, pregnancy of their second child. And so I was just excited for them and, you know, honored to accept the invite. Now I was torn. I was torn because I've been working, as some of you all know, I've been working. I had to, I went back to work basically full-time nursing. I've been working as a school nurse. And I just finished the season. I just finished the school year uh, last week. And so I was chomping at the bit. I was like ready to go back to doing more radio programs and, you know, um, going live um, on Facebook, you know, doing our Facebook lives for our fellowship and different things like that. And, um, just so happened that this date of this event was scheduled on a Monday. Today is a Monday. And um, I had another really exciting thing going on uh, that started in the wee hours of the morning. So I was torn. I was torn. I was like, oh, man, Lord, I've been waiting to to do radio uh, again. But I want to be with 
with this beautiful couple, uh, with these friends, and celebrate this moment too. So I took a break from the event. I'm in my truck, y'all. I'm in my truck <laughs> because I didn't want to miss this either. I didn't want to miss this opportunity to be with you all again also. So I'm kind of doing both. I told them I would have to step out. If they're still hanging out by the time I'm finished, I'll resume. If not, then I did get to see them. So in case anybody's wondering, um, they did learn that they are um, having a girl. That they are having a girl. Yes, and I did say girl. <laughs> yes, they're having a girl. They already have a boy, and they're having a girl. So anyway, I didn't have time to put uh, notes notes to pen, you know, and to paper, but I do have some things on my mind. I have some things on my mind, um, and I, I, I think I'm going to call this the days of Noah. That came to my mind while I was driving out here, and it was like an hour and a half drive, too. Um, I'm going to write that down. Days of Noah. And if you know anything about the story of Noah, then you can kind of guess why and where I'm coming from on this one, okay? Um, if you haven't paid attention, if you have not been paid, paying attention, things are pretty wild right now. Things are just getting more and more um, crazy. Just um, the level of confusion, the level of deception for some people, you know, because I'm not confused. Okay, I'm not confused. I'm not deceived. But the level of confusion and deception that is trying to, that ha that has permeated the land that has permeated this country and even other nations around the world is just unbelievable, okay? It's just like off the chain, as we used to say, all right? I mean, I don't know which one is worse. I don't know which one is worse because in Noah's day, in Noah's time, and for those of you who may not know, this is a story um, from uh, biblical accounts. This is a story from biblical events, okay? In Noah's day, the angels that God had created to serve him had rebelled. A third of the angels had rebelled against God and agreed with Lucifer, who was called Lucifer at the time, to try to cause a rebellion in heaven, okay, because Lucifer and the angels had access to, to heaven, to what we refer to as the third heaven, all right? And they, they tried to uh, take over, basically. They tried to take over. They, they caused, a, I think what some would call, call a coup. <laughs> and um, they should have known that they would not prevail, 
but that's what deception does is it makes you believe false things. And they got kicked out. They got kicked out. Okay. Um, they're going to face eternal punishment and eternal damnation, but not getting ahead of myself, they, in their rebellion, decided to corrupt the earth, to corrupt the inhabitants of the earth, the beings, the souls that were on the earth at the time, um, the animals, the creatures, um, according to Genesis, according to the book of Genesis, things had just gotten so wicked that everything was corrupted. The animals were corrupted, okay? The crawling things were corrupt. Everything had become corrupt, okay? And the way the scripture describes that, I want to say in Genesis chapter uh, 6, I believe it is, it describes it as the fact that the sons of men, was who was a reference to the fallen angels, looked on the daughters of men, which was a reference to the women, the women, women, womankind, basically, saw that they were fair, which meant that they saw that they were attractive, that they were beautiful, and they desired to be with those women. And figured out some kind of way because they were privy to the mysteries of life and they figured out some sort of way to cohabitate with these women in a sexual way. I should have gave a disclaimer for anybody who might have minors uh, and produce offspring that were known as Nephilim. Nephilim, Nephilim, they produced giants in the land, okay? They produced giants, but these giants were the result of something evil, something abominable, because the angels, according to scripture, left their habitation and cohabitated with flesh, which they were not supposed to do, okay? It was against God's order for them to do that. And they just corrupted the the race at the time. They just corrupted everything. They were messing with animals, you know, what we call bestiality, you know, just raping, pillaging, murdering, coveting, stealing, whatever. The scripture said that their hearts were just wicked continually, continually, all right? So when I say the days of Noah, I'm referring to the fact that this is what the enemy is trying to do again. This is what his goal is again, okay? And if, if you haven't been paying attention, I'm telling you, you better open your eyes, okay? Because we are seeing the same kind of wickedness. Like I said, I'm not sure which one is worse. Because now humans are trying to co-mingle what they call AI, artificial intelligence, with humans. They're trying to cultivate, breed, uh, produce humans in labs, embryonic labs, 
they're trying to grow babies in labs, all right? Um, there's this thing called uh, what the, what they like to call, oh, as usual, I missed that break. <laughs> I'll be back. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness, to create soldiers for the army of the Lord, and to impact our communities. We are home-based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72 Waldorf, Maryland, 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls, and we can make information available to you by email. E-T-S. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of the story of me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The story of me. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, people. I am with you. I am raring to go. I'm talking to you about the days of Noah, and there's a reason for that. The reason that I am comparing the two is because Scripture tells us that the Lord Jesus Christ himself is going to return 
he's coming back again. It refers to the second coming. And before he comes, the world is going to be like the days of Noah again. Things are going to be wicked and perverse and just evil continually in the hearts of men. And when, when I say men, that's a reference to mankind. And I'm telling you, people, I'm telling you, we're seeing this. We're seeing this, okay? I was getting ready to talk about what is referred to as uh, transgender. Um, and I, was, I, I don't even actually like to acknowledge these terms that people are using now because the Bible just calls it wickedness. It's perversion. It's unnatural. It's a combination of things. It's, it's rebellion. It's lust. I mean, there's just a combination of things in there, and none of it is good. None of it is good. But yet people are believing. Many people are accepting, fighting for, and believing this. So the level of deception that is in the land is just unbelievable. It's just like, wow, really? I took off as soon as I got back on here and started, you know, resuming my topic, but I neglected to tell you guys that we had some, some really good food at this event, and therefore, I'm not drinking my usual tea, my hot tea or my cold tea. I'm sipping some punch, okay? I'm sipping some punch, and I'm munching on a, a, delicious, a delicious piece of cake. Okay, so I usually tell y'all what I'm drinking and invite you to join me, but I'm kind of, you know, in between here, so I forgot. I forgot to tell you that. So back to where I was, though. Um, this whole transgender, 50 million uh, names and uh, supposed. Uh, teaching or or I don't even know if it's teaching, but this supposed theories, ideas being taught that there's umpteen genders. And I mean, the Bible clearly tells you that these things would come again. You know, the scriptures tell us there's nothing new under the sun. So what was happening in the days of Noah? is happening again now and i'm 60 years old and i have never in my lifetime seen this level this level of rebellion boldness wickedness and other people trying to demand that the rest of society accept it okay I'm telling you, I um, I was doing another thing that I was very happy about and, and glad to be able to do was some of my personal study time that uh, I used to spend, you know, with the Lord in the word and with the Lord and um, just running references and whatnot. And some quite some time ago, I started, ouch, 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 something got me on the. 
something got me on the back of the leg. That hurt. Okay, I started a study in the book of Genesis some time ago. And I'm sorry, I said Genesis. Gen- well, that's true. Gen- I started in the book of Genesis, but I also was running references and reading the book called Enoch. Okay. And as I was reading those two books, I ran into a reference to the book of Jasher, J-A-S-H-E-R. And it had been a while since I had been able to pick my studies back up because of my schedule change. But I was able to pick that up over the weekend. And this is what got me to thinking about this topic. Because in the book of Enoch, um, I'm over there in the 60, like 63 through 65, I think is where I was reading at, chapters. And it's telling the story that coincides with the book of Genesis account about Noah's day. It's telling the story, okay? And it's talking about how wicked things had become and how God um, had, if I I don't want to get this wrong because I don't have my notes in front of me, but how God basically revealed to Enoch, who is the grandfather of Noah, and to Noah that he was going to destroy the earth because of the level of wickedness. Now, here's, here's how deception works. The people nowadays, even though you, you should be able to look at that and see very clearly the consequences, but this is how deception works. The people nowadays are taking the very covenant, the very instrument that God created after the flood, after he destroyed the Nephilim and the humans and the creatures and every wicked thing, okay? After he did that, then God told Noah and his surviving family, which were the only ones who were considered upright in God's eyes, the only ones, okay, he told them and he told the earth, that he would not destroy the earth or mankind ever again by flood, by flood people. He didn't say he was fine with um, their sin. He didn't say he was sorry that he destroyed them because their sin was not sin. He said, that he would not destroy the earth again by flood. Okay. I was having a a Facebook discussion with someone about this just a few days ago. He did not change his mind about the wickedness of their actions. You see that later on in scripture where in Sodom and Gomorrah and even other cities, he destroyed those cities for the very same reasons. Okay, but people of today have usurped 
the meaning of the flag. I saw comments on this Facebook uh, chat where the people were saying, you know, people were telling them that these sins are abominable. These sins of same sex. Um, Some of these terms that I don't even want to try to understand. Uh, I'm going to say perversion, these perverse acts, you know, these people now are trying to say, oh, yeah, but then there's the rainbow. God did destroy the earth, but then there's the rainbow, as if to say that the rainbow meant that God is never going to destroy. Because that's not what God said in the scriptures. That's not how it went down. According to the scriptures, the earth is going to get wicked again. It's going to be just as wicked again before the return of the Lord. The scriptures said so much so that if the Lord didn't return, no flesh would be saved. It would basically be like Noah's time again. Okay. But when God sets up his son to establish his reign, the final time, he's going to purify the earth. He's going to basically cleanse and purge the earth by fire the next time. By fire. So imagine the sun. Imagine the earth becoming the sun. <laughs> okay? Imagine the earth becoming the sun. And after it is purified, after it is basically uh, burned up, but not, obviously not totally destroyed, as incinerated, he's going to reform the earth again. And he's going to bring the new Jerusalem, that golden city, as some call it. Hallelujah, that city with the pearly gates. In the book of Revelation, it is described as having gates of pearl. He's going to bring the new Jerusalem down to the new earth. And I assure you that no perverse person, no perverse person, and that is extending beyond sexual perversion. The scriptures tell you no liar, no fornicator, you know, no profane, uh, no no thief. I mean, there is others. There are other sins besides sexual sin, but none of that will be allowed in the new city and in the new heaven. I'll be back after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. To lose weight, we know that each day we need to burn more calories than we take in through eating. And exercise burns more calories. According to Discovery Health, a 150-pound person will burn about 60 calories while taking a one-hour nap. 
one hour of sitting and watching television burns about the same. But if that 150-pound person takes a one-hour brisk walk, then say goodbye to more than 250 calories. Cardio exercise like running, biking, swimming, and brisk walking are the best modes of exercise to burn the highest amount of calories and will get the endorphins flowing in your body. Those feel-good neurotransmitters boost your mood naturally. So use exercise to burn calories, lose weight, and to feel good. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. <laughs> A black nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, a purpose, and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from AuthorHouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like Amazon.com. A black nurse. <laughs> I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right. I'm here. I am um, taking a break from the event I was at. I'm so glad to be back with you all. I am fired up. I was able to do uh, Facebook Live Sunday uh, morning. You have not or are not aware, um, you have a Facebook page, Equipping the Saints Ministries has a Facebook on our show page, you can find a link to our page. I would love it if you could go and um, check that page out and, and listen to the live that I did on Sunday. It was basically a praise and worship and uh, time of Thanksgiving. I was so happy to be live with our audience again. But um, today, I'm again happy to be live with you on the radio program. The events of my weekend caused me to reflect and to studying. And in that study time, I was uh, gripped, gripped by the account in Inc. and in Genesis that coincide with each other. 
um, the, from what I've studied, the Book of Enoch was never canonized. It was never included in the biblical um, books of the Bible, books of the Bible. But the accounts and the stories do match. At least what I've read so far, they do match. But I was gripped. I was gripped because the Book of Enoch, it really gives you a good picture um well, he was going to send destroying angels to deal with those who rebelled. To deal with not only the, the angels who rebelled, but the kings of the earth. The kings of rebelled. Okay. The kings of the earth that also Along with Satan's plans that were, you know, Bobby about how the angels were going to be punished. They revealed the secrets, they revealed different secrets to mankind that caused mankind to sin. So that to be wouldn't seem like that, they would be like a rebellious thing, but even. Writing with quill and with the ink was something that mankind did not do at first and was not supposed to do. Um, how I think it was there was a how um, some of the minerals like um, and I think zinc might have been one of them. How those things are created, produced. Um, there was just, I, I'm, I'm doing this off the top of my head, so I can't remember everything, but in addition to cohabitating with the women and producing giants, they had revealed other things, other ways to sin. The art of war, the art of war, an instrument of war. And God said he was going to punish them. and. The book describes a period of time, apparently, where God sent, like, a warning to the watchers, and maybe they didn't heed right away, but then at some point they decided that they were going to try to get back in God's places. They, they, they wanted to repent, and they had... Then past the day of grace, apparently, because God said no. He said no. It was too late. It was too late. And so he prepared Noah. He prepared Noah to build the ark so that he could preserve the human race because Noah and his family were the only righteous left at the time. Out of the world, there was a section where I was reading how Noah, I guess Noah, he, he had, it doesn't tell you specifically, but he obviously had like a revelation or a dream or something where God was showing him the destruction that was going to come. And it said that he saw, that Noah saw the earth, that it was curved, that it was curved 
and that it was um, basically distressed. And I said, well, that's interesting. That's interesting. Because in the Bible, there is a passage of scripture that describes the fact that the earth will moan and groan, that the earth itself moans and groans, waiting for the return of the Lord because of the wickedness, because of the wickedness that is upon the earth. So I'm like, wow, in, in the book of Enoch, the earth was so wicked. I mean, the mankind was so wicked that the earth had become curved and distressed. And Noah saw this, like in a, in a, in some way, God revealed this to Noah in some way, and it upset him so much that it says he lifted up his feet and he went to find his uh, grandfather Enoch, which is the same thing as saying that he basically picked up his feet and he traveled, he departed and he went. The scripture said, I mean, the scripture, the passage said to the ends of the earth to find his grandfather and ask his grandfather, what is this? What is this that's going on with the earth? And what is this horrible thing that I'm seeing? What has God said to you about this? And Enoch says, like, why are you upset? You know, why are you upset? Yes, God has spoken. God has, he has spoken. He is, he is going to destroy the earth. And he's told us why. He says, but you, but you and your family have found favor in God's eyesight. God is going to use you to preserve the human race and not only to preserve it, but to glorify, you know, he's going to glorify your name. Your name is going to be perpetual because your seed is going to be preserved. Okay. But as you go on through the scriptures, you find that various prophets, began to say that the same thing is going to happen again, people. And this is what it drove home to me. As I look around, as I listen to the utter, just the utter wickedness, some of the things that I see and hear that you probably see and hear, and if you don't, you need to open your eyes because those that are in Christ, just like Noah, just like Noah's family was spared, just like his family, there was a remnant. There was a, a small fraction, if you will. There was a remnant that was saved. That's how it's going to be when the Lord returns. Compared to the number of those that will be lost, it's going to be a remnant. It's going to be a small number compared to those that are going to be lost, okay? It's going to be a huge number in terms of, you know, the earth's history, the world's history overall, but compared to those that are lost, it's going to be a small number. And so I got to thinking, Lord, keep me, Lord. I thank you that my eyes are open. You know, you hear this term wokeism, you know, there's all this talk about the different corporations that are supposedly going woke and 
um, you know, siding with this uh, abominable behavior and targeting children and trying to turn kids out and um, the things that are happening in the very White House that our current administration, <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing about this, but I said to me, this, I, I said to someone, birds of a feather flock together, okay? But supposedly on, I think it was probably June 6th, uh the white house decided to have a what they call pride celebration go figure the scriptures even tell you that pride is one of the seven sins that god hates it's one of the most grievous things to him is the sin of pride okay but the devil has chosen to you know push pride you know they're calling it pride but pride in sin, pride in rebellion. So he, he, he decides to honor the pride celebration with a lewd and lascivious guest, several of them apparently, but one of them decides to expose their chest, you know, bear their chest, bear their nakedness, you know, on the White House lawn. I said, how's that for mockery? <laughs> How is that for mockery? I mean, it's like there's no honor amongst thieves, you know. Thieves get together and they plan plots and whatnot, and they're good until, you know, until the pressure's up or until the pot is sweet too much, until their greed kicks in, and then they start turning on each other and, you know, betraying each other and stuff. And I'm like, here Biden is trying to honor. Oh, here's my break. <laughs> I'll be back after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day, not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? Can a sex offender be healed from abusing others? Find answers to these and other questions in the pages of Overcoming Sexual Abuse by Minister Diane Jones. Available online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, and any major bookstore. Overcoming Sexual Abuse. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. 
the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, people. My goodness, time flies when you're having fun. I don't know if I can call this fun, but I can certainly call it necessary. Okay? I can call it necessary. I'm talking about the days of Noah. I'm talking about how we are in those days again. Okay? I am talking about the level of wickedness, the level of sin that is pervasive, pervasive throughout the land. And I was just telling how there is no honor in sin. There's no honor amongst sinners, okay? The example was how the Biden administration were going to celebrate and supposedly honor some of these lewd and lascivious people. And one of the guests decided to bare their chest, expose themselves, uh, on the White House lawn or, or certainly in public and had to be grabbed and <laughs> taken away. So this person could not even, they could not even contain themselves to receive their so-called honor because there is no honor in that lifestyle. It is perverse. And when you become perverse, the scripture says God will give you over to a reprobate mind to do those things that are not convenient. When you reject and refuse to be um, changed, when you refuse to hear instruction, when you just want to insist on going your way, God will say, okay. He'll, He'll say, okay. But you become more perverse. You, be, you become consumed with perversion. It affects your judgment. It affects your morals. It affects your physical health. It affects everything about you, okay? And I just was like, wow. I had to laugh because I'm like, your own guest played you and made you look as bad as you truly are. It's like this I told someone on Facebook who was commenting about it. I said, well, birds of a feather flock together. Okay. That's an old saying that the old folks had when they had common sense. That's what they used to teach us as kids. If you, if you show me, show me who your friends are, I'll show you who you are. Okay. So anybody that is down with any of this perversion, they're, they're perverse. They're perverse. They have perversion in them. They have perversion in their heart to some degree. They're, they're wicked. Wicked is simply, I shouldn't say simply, but wickedness is the opposite of righteousness. Wickedness is the opposite of holiness. It's the opposite of pure. Okay? There's levels of wickedness. All right? But it's all wickedness. And the scripture says that 
no wicked person is going to see the Lord, is going to be with the Lord. And so that is what stirred up in me again as I began to read how God dealt with them in the days of Noah. And he went on to say and to show Enoch how he was going to do the same thing again in the last days. See, these people that are hijacking, you know, calling themselves hijacking the rainbow and claiming it for their symbol and uh, just, oh, just on a, on a, on a tangent here are not reading the rest of the book. They're not reading the rest of the story. <laughs> and that's the dangerous part. Anybody that doesn't learn from their mistakes is a fool. Okay. The fool says in his heart that there is no God. Uh, so these people that take the things of God, they're going to take the rainbow, which is something that God gave and created and use it to advance their cause, like there's not going to be any consequences? Oh, the consequences are going to be severe. And I tell you what, I won't be in that number. I won't be in that number. I'm going to be in the number of the, the other old song. The other old song, Oh, in the saints, go marching in. Oh, when the saints go marching in, oh, Lord, I want to be in that number. When the saints go marching in, because my eyes are truly open. I have been enlightened by the light of the Lord. When the spirit of the Lord comes in, he takes the blinders off of your spiritual eyes and you can see and you can hear and you can discern right from wrong, truth from lies, good from evil, okay, what they're calling wokeism nowadays. I was surprised to learn that that term was referenced in, uh, in my research in the book of Enoch. The watchers were responsible for making mankind woke for basically removing their innocence and teaching them secret and forbidden things and it made them enlightened but it made them enlightened to sin to wickedness to rebellion and that was why god was so furious with them because they corrupted mankind and that's exactly what's happening now that's exactly what's happening all over again. But like I told this woman, a friend of mine who I met um, a couple of years ago through a mutual, uh, a mutual uh, podcaster, someone who did a show and invited me to be on his show at one time. Like I told her, my only consolation in all of this, my greatest consolation in all of this, is that it was predicted, it has been foretold. With all of this, God has made a way of, of escape. The Lord has given his 
a way of escape. Just like he forewarned Noah, just like he had Noah prepare for over 100 years. I believe it was according to the Genesis account, it was like 120 years that Noah preached and built the ark. He preached and he built the ark. He preached and he built the ark. And he was mocked and he was scoffed. And the wicked didn't believe him. They thought he was crazy. It had never rained. So it there was, what are you talking about? There's no such thing as rain. Uh, yada, yada, yada. You know? But God was for 120 years warning the people, giving them an option, telling them to choose him, telling them to return to their roots, if you will. Enoch was living in that day also, and he, the scriptures say, walked with God. So they had people. Noah was considered righteous. So they had people that were telling them the truth, but they weren't the majority. They were the minority. And these people were so consumed with evil that they didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to hear it. I listened to another young lady on another ministry's um, page where these uh, ministers were out in the streets and they were sharing the gospel and evangelizing is what we call it. And they were talking to this young lady who was just defiant and furious and upset. And she was saying she would never, never, ever, ever want to serve a God that would kill people and make all these rules and tell us what we cannot and cannot, can and cannot do. And I said to myself, wow, this poor young lady is already really, she's far gone. She's far gone if she can't understand the need for boundaries. If she can understand the need for boundaries. And like in the days of Noah, God warned for over a hundred years before he brought destruction. He warned and he gave people the chance. But according to this woman and people like her, God is not supposed to judge sin. He's supposed to let the wicked just continue to be wicked until they destroy. If he'd have let that continue, it was already bad enough to the point where Noah and his family were the only people that God spared, and it was eight of them. So according to her philosophy, I guess God was supposed to just let Noah be corrupted too. And then just let that corruption just, ugh. I, uh, the thought of it, like, where do you go from there? Where, where do you go from there when there's nothing but killing and murder and rape and, and stealing and lewdness and, like, you can't walk out your front door probably and walk to the next house without being accosted? Um, wh- where do you go from there? As a as a loving God, and as a God who does not tolerate sin, God said, no, I must cleanse the earth from this wickedness. 
and people, he's going to do it again. He's going to do it again. I don't know if we'll live to see that, but he's going to do it again. If we don't live to see that, that only means that our time will come before then, and we will still have to make given give an answer. We will still have to stand before the judgment seat when we depart this life, when we depart this life, or whenever the church is caught up, because there's other events that are going to be taking place before that final purge, you know. So if we don't live to see the, the earth consumed with fire, it's because we've already been either raptured or left this earth by way of death. And we're going to have to stand before the judgment seat. The Lord is either going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant, or he's going to say, depart from me. I never need you. Want to put something on your mind? I got a special guest next week. Make sure you tune in because we're going to talk about embracing the prophetic ministry. Till next week, y'all. Good night. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones on Toginet. Ladies, this is your chance to join us for stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet, in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is a straight-up show to enlighten and to lighten your load. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. For more information on Diane and her book, go to her show page here on Toginet and email her directly. Then, get set to join us here again next Monday night for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com.